This is Who Kicked the Corner Flag, an English soccer game show podcast. Kevin De Bruyne who sets up a shot and scores! And now it's with Harry Kane and it's another chance to make it three and he doesn't miss this time. That's Coutinho for Salah. Oh, that's brilliant. Mo Salah's header from Coutinho's excellent cross. And here's your host, James Rose. This is episode four of our second season. Hope our US listeners are enjoying the extended weekend. Today, I'm back with the leader of the Kansas City Spurs, the man whose newborn child cried at Arsenal's third goal this morning, or yesterday morning, I should say, and who's thinking about removing Daly Alley from his fantasy team. Wonder why. It's Jared Bustamante. How are you, bud? You know, I can truly attest every single thing you said is true. <laughs> Every single one. Uh, now, unfortunately, Boyce is unable to join us today as some Irish leprechauns have held him hostage at the Guinness Beer Factory. Uh, just kidding. He's at, he is in Ireland, though. Uh, but he should be back with us for our next future episode. So it's just the two of us today. Uh, sounds like old times, eh, Jared? Absolutely. I promise to be doubly charming. <laughs> Twice as charm, twice as fun. Uh, So because of that, today's contest is going to be formatted a little different. Jared is going to try and get a total score of at least 18 out of a possible 24. If he succeeds, he'll get an extra point on his overall season tally against Boyce, which is a huge incentive right there. But if not, it'll be as you were. So how are you feeling, Jared? You ready? Oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. All right. Well, let's kick off as usual with our top three segment where we try and figure out which stories and games were the most discussed. Three points for guessing number one, two for number two, and so on. So, Jared, go ahead and kick us off. What do you think made the top spot this week? (sighs) Well, uh, (laughs) I guess I'll just go get it out of the way. I'll go with uh, a Spurs loss of Vicarage Road and Losing out on a perfect start to the season. That, sadly, uh, is correct. That'll be the top answer this week, and that'll get you those three points right off the bat. A stuttering Spurs are stung by the Hornets of Watford, conceding from two set pieces and being condemned to their first loss of the season. The final score is 2-1. Jared, what went wrong for Spurs? What happened? Oh, God, what didn't go wrong? Good grief. Um, I don't know. You look at this uh, and just absolutely just dominate with respect to all the stats, shots, nothing on target. I mean, even Spurs goal. Uh, there was mass confusion. Uh, I don't know where our listeners were, but in the bar. Uh, what? what? Uh, goal? Oh, cool. Goal. Okay, great. Um, I thought it hit the side netting. I was just like, oh, damn it. <laughs> same, same. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, not firing on all cylinders at all. It was an exciting lineup. I, uh, uh, I'm heartened by the, you know, the constant inclusion of uh, Toby Oliverald in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we'd be uh, certainly more sport away uh, uh, defensively, but uh, good grief. Christian Eriksen kind of disappearing. Deli Alley, not even convinced he even played, uh, uh, as would be suggested on my fantasy team. Not having the likes of uh, uh, Eric Lamella and uh, uh, Son on the bench, I think was glaring. Yeah. Uh, when we're shouting for some offense to come on. Uh, and uh, Harry Winks, glad he's back. He's not the spark that those two offer. Fernando Llorente, we know for darn certain, is not the spark those two offer. And uh, I, it was a heck of a time for Lucas Moore to kind of fall back to earth. That being said, Harry Kane had some chances. Deli Alley just absolutely flubbing that one in the first half. Still not clear whether or not he was on side. Uh, uh, in a bias perspective, sure he was on and, and should have put it away. Mm-hmm. But um, just a heck of a time to uh, to kind of lay an egg. And uh, uh, hats off to Watford. You know, they kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for Davinson Sanchez, anybody watched the game, him being shouldered down to the ground by Troy Deeney uh, uh, just as... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> you really, uh, <laughs> you got to hand it to Dini. That is a, yeah, Demis is not just not a small boy and uh, just put him on his butt. Yeah. Um, and then to get, and then they darn near scored, uh, if you remember all the transition. So that little vignette, I think, is very illustrative of what, you know, what went wrong for Spurs that day. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because uh, a lot of people I've spoken to, especially at the, the bar on Saturday, uh, Sunday, it was. Um, said that this is very predictable Spurs. They start off really strong. They get in great positions. They have so many shots just off off target. And then they kind of lose that confidence. They kind of suddenly think, you know what, we're not going to do it today. And then lo and behold, teams like Watford go ahead and take the game 1-0, in this case 2-1. So was it that similar scenario? Or do you think there was maybe something else kind of at play here? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Hugo Reese has a late scratch. We can play the Wave game. Uh, on whether or not Hugo stops either of those. Uh, I think I think Bourne played fine. I think what you're kind of alluding to is just kind of maybe a lack of concentration, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't buy into the fact, I don't think there's any discord. I don't think, you know, that they're, you know, people aren't getting along or anything like that. Uh, but um, I think Poch picked a, you know, a specific lineup. You know, it was the first time we had five in the back and having Ben Davis and Kieran Shippey kind of run up the, run up the wings and it just didn't work out. Uh, so I, maybe a little bit of a, you know, kind of over game playing from Poch. I have no idea. I think it's all speculation. I mean, obviously it's all speculation. That's all this podcast is speculation, but, uh, <laughs> it did feel, it did feel a little spursy. Um, yeah. and I just know that, uh, you know, these two drop points are going, or I'm sorry, these three drop points, see, even in my head, I've already you know, qualified it as, <laughs> no, it was just a tie. Uh, but no, I, I would have taken a draw. I, I would have mm. happily taken, you know, taken a point and then run. But I know it's going to come back and bite us in the butt later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about this in March, mark my words, and say, you know what, if we had just gotten taking care of business back in September, it would have been great. And mm-hmm. you really can't take anything away from Watford because they're, well, they're sitting at four zero right now. For Watford, this was this is the first time they've won their opening four games for a second consecutive season since nineteen eighty eight. So they're on a kind of roll. And what I actually found something interesting today: bookies are slashing the odds of Watford winning the Premier League because they believe they're the Leicester of the twenty eighteen nineteen season. Do you think that's true? Or is that a little a little bit of a stretch there? I I mean, let's not get crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I guess anything's possible, as yeah. as Lester showed. Um, this is easily, you know, the kind of the biggest feather in Watford's cap. I mean, uh, we're talking about, let's see, Brighton, Burnley, Palace, and Spurs. Um, and you know, they've won, they've won home and away. Uh, but I think that's kind of that's a bit of a floundering Burnley side. I I, I would be. We've kind of alluded to that earlier. You'd be surprised if they repeated the success of last year based on their start. Now, mm. um, I think. Uh, Watford are more likely to take that uh, take kind of Burnley's spot and maybe kind of push a top six yeah. and be and be the next team that finishes ahead of Arsenal as Arsenal misses out on Champions League football again this year. So I think um, <laughs> where's Boyce when you need him? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, well, as Boyce would probably say, the reality of the situation is they're just not very good. <laughs> but I could see them, you know, kind of making that push. <laughs> Uh, let's move on. We have second and third spots still to guess. So, uh, what's your second shot? What do you think? 
Oh, goodness gracious. Um, let's see. Uh, how about the continuing demise of West Ham? Was they fall to Wolves in extra time? That is that is on the list. Yep, that'll just get you the one point, though, as it is just third on the list. Uh, a late howl by the Wolves sees West Ham suffer their fourth consecutive loss of this new season. The final score being 1-0 after the 93rd minute. Uh, with West Ham, are we looking at our first official relegation candidates of the season i mean you have to think so uh they are the only i mean they're the only team without a point uh so yeah absolutely uh f- four matches in 95 percent of the league has points mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't uh yeah I, uh, absolutely and you know to hit the panic button here in the first week of, in september uh, i think any other league in the world i'd say no yeah that's that's it seems kind of ridiculous to pull the trigger but this is uh this is top flight football and uh i i would be curious as uh, either a managerial change or some some big shakeup here uh they were clinging to that point i don't know if anybody saw the end of that match but um you could you could really sense the desperation uh and wolves with a with actually a pretty impressive and uh, uh build up and a tidy finish that looked like it could have been the first minute of the game yeah um uh so i think this was more uh this wasn't like west ham was sitting there trying to uh you know they were just it was going to be a draw and they were just unlucky that day but uh, uh i think wolves had it in the entire time mm-hmm. and uh and and that shows kind of what they're capable of, and those yeah. are those are games that Wolves are going to go back and really value. You know, that's a that's a match that they in their minds they should win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good win away from home, uh, despite the fact of West Ham's lack of lack of points. But <laughs> putting it mildly, uh, <laughs> yeah, p- putting it mildly, yeah, exactly. Uh, and given West Ham's struggles last year in in staying up, and you know, Mark Noble having to fight everybody, including all the West Ham supporters himself. Uh, I, I'm really, really curious to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, with Wolves, I mean, again, a team that's new to the Premier League this season. Um, are we all getting suggestions, kind of like Fulham we talked about last time around? Are we getting suggestions that these Wolves can break into the top 10? Or was it a little bit of a fluke from their perspective? What do we think on them? I, I don't know if it'd be a fluke. I mean, you look at, I mean, this is still the Wolves team that drew that drew City. Uh, and it was a week after we were talking about, well, what is it going to take uh, to beat City? Um, and uh, and they were able to hold down the Ford at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I don't know. Um, you know, they had a uh, they had a loss to Leicester. You know, they've drawn Everton. I mean, it's a decent start for a newly promoted squad. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Burnley and uh, uh, and then United coming up. So I think the next two matches. I think if they take three points from Burnley if they take three out of the next two if they take more than three if they get a win and a draw out of the next two um and that'll be at Old Trafford which uh, again as Spurs showed that it's 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 possible mm-hmm. uh, you can walk out of there with points oh, uh, yeah. if if you're organized and uh, you get a little bit of good luck and you have a decent second half push but uh, so long as Jose Mourinho continues to uh, uh throw his tantrums um, uh, th- then I think you're really looking at a wolf squad that can capitalize on on a run of good form mm-hmm. at the mean and, and on the flip side that'll I think that'll be the further death knell for West Ham and Burnley if if they're able to take those points. <laughs> Let's move on to our last one. We've still got second spot still to guess. So, what do you think made it? Hmm. Oh, do we have to talk about Arsenal. I don't want to talk about Arsenal. <laughs> 
Is that your uh, is that your bid, or are you? Uh, yeah, yeah. You going for it? Uh, well, it's correct. Yeah. It'll get you those. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, it is correct. It'll get you Jesus. those uh, last two points. Uh, a five-goal spectacle sees uh, Unai Emery's Gunners edge the Bluebirds of the West. The final score, of course, is three-two. Arsenal have collected. This is a fun stat. Arsenal have collected six points in their past three away fixtures, which is as many as in their previous eleven. Um, so it clearly for Arsenal, they've got a little bit of their uh, momentum now. They've obviously passed the first two big tests that they had. Well, I say passed, they kind of failed it. But uh, moving forward for Arsenal as a rival fan, are you worried? Are you a little nervous for the Gunners, or are they still going through a little bit of a transition period? Uh. Truth be told, I think you can be all the above. Um, that is always a fixture that you know you're you're going to want to win in this kind of the ascendancy of Spurs. Uh, you know we want to consistently finish ahead of them, which mm-hmm. we have done, and I believe we'll continue to do uh, in, in in the near future. Uh, I do think they're still in transition. Um, they're even in uh, literal transition on the field. I mean, my God, this match was a that, who wanted to defend the least. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a, uh, uh, an absolutely hilarious display of defending. Um, and while I'll give Lacazette credit, uh, for the winner, impressive finish, but, um, I, I think that Cardiff defender is still running in the wrong direction, uh, mm-hmm. as we speak, uh, <laughs> in order to give him that, uh, uh, give him that window to hit high in your post, which I maintain, I don't think he even meant to do it. Um, full phrase from Boyce's book. I just want to make sure the listeners, you know, still feel familiar, you know, when it comes to Boyce, <laughs> um, that professional athletes do things on accident. And it looks cool. Uh, but hats off to Cardiff. I mean, they, they hung in there and you, they were actually asking, asking all the questions at the end. Sure. I, uh, uh, Cardiff had a free header. And uh, it was the end of the match, might have been in stoppage, where Petr Cech was for some reason out defending outside the six. Um, and uh, a, uh, I think it was a, a Danny Ward cross that came in, and it, it was there. All you had to do was put it on frame. And they put her over the bar, and you knew that was going to be it. Um, might be a little bit of good fortune that Arsenal did not have last year. I think last year that goes in, and it's two more drop points on the road. Uh and and then we're talking about an Arsenal squad that couldn't finish on the road. But again, we're talking about at Cardiff. Just if you compare the payrolls, and again, and I'll say this again: the talent, the talent on this on, on this team is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for them to walk away leaning on a on an 81st minute winner uh, at Cardiff after allowing two is um, that's not <laughs> that's not where Arsenal want to be. But uh, they do have. Uh, you know, I say transition on the field a lot. I know that I think we're probably seeing the last of Peter Cech. Yeah. Uh, given uh, Unai Emery, he's wanting to build out of the back. Uh, and it's been an, actually a, a pretty hilarious week for, for goalkeepers uh, uh, to reference Allison. Uh, and he's, <laughs> you know, thinking that he can uh, uh, just go one on one in his own box and give up goals. Klopp said something interesting. He, he basically just told his team through a press conference not to pass it back to the guy. And, uh, uh, you know, Emery asking Peter Cech to kind of work out of the back. We saw that with Pep and Ederson would you know, have some yeah, some great success, but mm-hmm. um, it does look like suddenly uh, Czech is it, it was a foreign concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still some growing pains. It's a new manager for the first time, uh, you know, since uh, the Clinton administration. So I I, agree. <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to take a little bit of time. But if you're an Arsenal fan, you got to be heartened. You took the points. You got to be heartened by that. Um, Obama Yang is scoring, so that's so that's paying off. But I tell you what, if they don't. Uh, get squared away in the back uh they're gonna have a rough go of it not only in in the premiership but also in europe mm-hmm. that i that i agree with um what of cardiff i mean 
Surely we can't take away from their performance. Um, unlucky to come away with anything from the game. Scoring two goals, obviously, against the Gunners. Do you think they've got a tough time moving forward? Um, or do you think yeah, might kind of find a way through this? Uh, what are your thoughts on them? Well, a newly promoted squad. Uh, they This would have been three three draws in a row, I believe. Yes, uh, that's right. Uh, uh, to kind of start. So, you know, they lost their opener to Bournemouth, uh, which is what every newly promoted side wants uh, wants to be Bournemouth. Uh, you know, I've, <laughs> I've echoed this on this podcast before. Uh, if you aren't familiar with the history of cherries, please do yourself a favor. There's a great NBC special on it. Uh, <laughs> some guy had to like write a check to keep the lights on. And here they are. I think their fourth consecutive season up. Um, but uh, they just it's just point accumulation. Right. I mean, they need to get to the 25, 30 points to stay up. Um, and uh, uh, and I think they can do it. I, they're capable of scoring goals. Um, There's actually some pretty impressive ball movement, I thought. Uh, and uh, like I said, they had a chance to kind of steal a point mm-hmm. uh, at home at the end of that match against a team that is, like I said, you know, far more talented than they are. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if they can. If they can grind out those draws, unfortunately, they have a pretty rough stretch uh, here coming up. In uh, uh, it looks like Chelsea, City, Ooh. Burnley, Ooh. Bur- <laughs> and Spurs. So <laughs> they need to. Uh, uh, they really need to figure things out yeah. uh, uh, defensively if they can. You know, if they can nick points here and there. I mean, we'll see. But uh, I until they kind of get that big feather in their cap that we've seen from Wolves. Uh, uh, and Fulham, I think will the uh, uh, the jury will be out on mm-hmm. on Cardiff. Let's swiftly move on to another round of an exciting game. Yes, it is rumor mill. Jared is going to get a quote or a line from a newspaper or online resource from the last few days. All he's got to do is tell me if the words I read out were in fact printed or just something I made up. So basically true or false. Two points per correct guess. Jared, here is number one. Arsenal boss Unai Emery has denied falling out with German midfielder Mesut Ozil, but says the player needs to adapt to different positions at the Gunners. Uh, Mesut Ozil being a petulant child, so yeah, I'll go ahead and say sure. It is, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yes, the Guardian uh, published that delightful read uh, on Saturday. So clearly, Mesut Ozil's having some issues. We'll see how that develops. Poor guy, feel for him. Uh, number two, Spurs boss Mauricio Pochettino admits he's disappointed by Pep Guardiola's decision to block the switch of home and away fixtures between their clubs. Hmm. Is that uh, printed or my creative brain? Uh, or Boyce's Twitter. I don't know. Uh, it's like somewhere in the middle. Uh, I'm going to go with no. False. Uh, that is correct. It is false. Yeah, I made that up. I thought maybe because of the recent news that Man City, have they've kind of agreed. I think they've agreed maybe at Wembley. I heard that recently. Uh, might throw you off there, but I didn't. You met my curveball, so nice work on that. That'll get you those next two points. Number three, Antonio Conte has emerged as the new front runner to take over at United should Mourinho lose his job. Oh, God, I want this to be true so bad. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what Conte's up to right now. I should I should probably know that. Uh, let's try it. True. It's false, I'm afraid. Uh, he is second favorite. I will say that. I looked at the list the other day. 
and he's in there in the running. But Zinedine Zidane is a clear favourite still to take over if Mourinho does lose the job there. So good God, if that happens, let's all fear for our lives. Uh, last one of this con- uh, section, I should say. Uh, Chelsea boss Mauricio Sarri says England midfielder Ruben Loftus-Cheek needs to improve tactically in order to become a first-team regular. Hmm. I did read something about this. Everyone is pretty upset with him. True. It is true, yes. The Metro London's newspaper published that article on Friday. Clearly, Ruben Loftus-Cheek wants more playing time, and he is not getting it. So I guess we'll see how that relationship between player and manager develops. He did come on. He did come That's on. That's true. He is He is getting uh, some time. That is true. Um, I think it's more starting position times that he's uh, wanting to get. But uh, anyway, sure. guess we'll see. Uh, let's go ahead and conclude, as per usual, with player profile. Uh, I'm going to give you five different clues. Sorry, Premier League player. Each clue easier than the last. Um, you just get to shout out your name. Uh, you can shout Boyce's name if you want. Um, that would be hilarious. <laughs> You choose which name you shout out this week. I'll just go with whatever. Shout my name out if you want. Um, this week's category uh, is titled Red Card Recipients. As believe it or not, we've had nine awarded in just four weekends, which I think is a record. I was trying to look it up. I think it's pretty close. Um, we've had an insane amount. So nine cards awarded in these four weekends. Jared, are you ready, bud? Let's do it. Let's do it. Player number one is a striker. Has once lifted the Premier League trophy. Is an Englishman. Plays for Leicester City. Jared. No, yes, Jared. Say, yeah. You know, I can really just hang out until the very end of it. You know, right? I, mean, it's I didn't think really this racing. through. But honestly, I, I kind of, I should have done it way like if you got it quicker, I'd have given you more points. But you know, it's too late. I didn't think of that. So uh, you, you just, you just shout out your name whenever you like. Who, but who is it? Pretty great. Uh, Jamie Vardy. <laughs> Jamie Vardy. Yes, that is correct. I'll get you those two points. Um, the last clue on this one was he likes to have parties. I thought that might have been the aha moment. But anyway, uh, you got it before then. <laughs> Player number two uh, is a forward. Has been with this club since 2015. Has played for the English national team. Plays for Manchester United. I've got it. Yes. Rashford. Marcus Rashford, yes. He actually got his red card this weekend against Burnley for he did. trying to headbutt someone Barnsley was it he was trying to headbutt or kind of get in his face and it looked yeah, kind of weird it, looked, it didn't look good it didn't look good <laughs> uh, I think people are saying he was egged on to do it so maybe he should have known better anyway he got a red card and it'll get you those two points player number three is an Englishman has played for his club since 2007 plays as a defender Currently I think I got it yep I'm going to try to do this earlier and earlier since our, <laughs> uh, uh, since our listeners are probably going, oh, that's easy. Just to hang out. Uh, Jagielka. Phil Jagielka. Yes, that is absolutely correct. And that'll get you those two points. We're on a roll today. I love it. I love it. Um, the other clue, I think there's one more left. Yes. His first name is Phil. First name is Phil or Philip, uh, if you want to speak proper English. Um, player number four is an Englishman. A defender... Plays for Bournemouth. Oh, I know this one. You got it? <laughs> they watch it. Again, follow Cherries, guys. They're a fun squad. And all that. <laughs> uh, 
and you got to love his view on economics and all that. Adam Smith. Uh, Adam Smith is absolutely correct. Yeah, you know, honestly, I wasn't sure when he got his red card, but he is in the list as getting one. Um, bonus points. Do you remember what game it was he got it? I don't even remember what it was. I don't remember. Yeah. I just know he got one. Yeah, he did. Poor guy. Said him, and I, I'm always between him and Charlie Daniels whenever I have a a, a Bournemouth player, a, a Bournemouth <laughs> player on my fantasy team, uh, and I just do know that I was glad I didn't pick Smith because he had a he had a record. <laughs> Uh, and then we could all question the uh, you know prudence of choosing the Bournemouth defense, but whatever. Uh. <laughs> true, 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 true. Uh, let's give you our last player of the contest. He is a Brazilian. Has scored three goals in this season already. Used to play for Watford. Thank God he did. Uh, oh, yes, Derek? I've got it. You got I've it? I've got it. And it's actually only because he is on your wife's fantasy team. And <laughs> she was killing us in the beginning of this. Yep. Uh, Richarlson. Richarlson, that is absolutely correct. So I'll get you those last two points. You're a straight five for five. Made easier by uh, not having to worry about Boyce taking over on that one. So nice work. And congratulations, sir. You have officially beaten your task of getting at least 18 points because you got 22 out of 24. How do you feel? Man, wow, just everything's better. Voice is gone. He's not even on the continent. I mean, look, I'm not saying correlation is causation, but, you know, oh, we man. we do miss him. We we do, do of miss course us. we miss him, yeah. I hope he's uh, not drinking too heavily in the Irish lands of Guinness. Uh, but we shall see. Let's have a, a quick look at our fantasy league thus far. Uh, as you did point out, my wife is now suffering a little bit because Carlson did get his red card. Um, she's now down to third. She only got 35 from the week. So we have a new leader in Moston FC. Darren McGovern, sir, congratulations. You're up to 249. Uh, Aaron Izaid, I know you've been up there before. Uh, he's at 241. So we've got a pretty tight race at the top. Um, at the other end of the spectrum, Caroline, I believe in you. You'll get there. Make some changes maybe. That might... Uh, drive us forward but unfortunately you're still at bottom with 153 uh the three of us we're all kind of close to each other uh jared you got 185 voices at 180 and i'm at 179 so it's almost a race within the three of us just to get out of the top top or get into the top half of this table um guess we'll see what happens but uh any thoughts on what you're going to do jared with your team delhi ali's got to go surely oh my goodness gracious it is uh, uh it's miserable uh i uh Got those two free transfers. Something about doing the walkout or just purging. I don't know or yeah. something. But you're right. Something something needs to change. I was heartened by Harry Kane finally scoring in August and thinking, all right, cool, Captain, it'll be it'll pay off. But goodness gracious, that and uh, after the Quetta is really not paying off. Mm. Uh, and that Chelsea defense as much as I thought it would. Sadly true. Sadly true. Um, well, that is all we have time for this week. So thanks so much, Jared, as per usual, for being our excellent contestant this week. Uh, next week is an international week. So we two are taking a break. We're going to take a week off and we'll be back in the two weeks once again to break down the highlights of the weekend's Premier League action. Uh, Jared, any final thoughts, bud? Nope, we'll see you all in two weeks. And uh, I, I think I'm leading voice now, finally. All right. <laughs> Yes, you are. The series score, I should mention that, is 2-1 to one to Jared. Yes. Take that win. Be proud of it, sir. Enjoy it. Uh, once again, thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a great week. <laughs>